Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. Dr. Joe Baldwin joining us here. Excited to have her. She's a doctor and uh, she has her own company, Dr. Joe Baldwin Coaching. Yeah, we're talking to her live today, this afternoon for some, the morning for some, and evening for some, right? About her transformational coaching for women in professional and high powered roles. Welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Yes. Good well, to be here. Well, thank you. Please introduce yourself to our listeners today to get started. Hi. So I am on a mission to help women get some oomph and sparkle back into their lives. Um, I help empower women who've perhaps lost their mojo to help them rediscover it and get back to their fullest potential. Uh, my background was as a medical doctor. Uh, and drawing on my former medical skills and having retrained as a coach, I now help women identify what's at the root cause of life dis- dissatisfaction. And I design and deliver personalized transformative coaching programs. Fantastic. And how can we reach you? So my website is uk. And that's Dr. Joe Baldwin, D-R-J-O-B-A-L-D-W-I-N. And all the information about me and my work is on there. And there's a, a button there that you can use to book a call with me if you'd like to, to chat about possibly working with me. Beautiful. All right. Well, what did you want to kind of talk about for today? Well, I thought we'd talk today about the secrets of success. And and I, the reason why is because I think we've been conditioned, haven't we, from early life, right through from school days and then on into the workplace to believe that we must be success, successful at everything that we sort of turn our hands to. And then if we aren't so successful, then we can go either of two ways. Either we have these self-imposed limitations and we make excuses for our behavior or our lack of success for those actions that haven't really helped us to reach our goals. Or we can go the other way and feel really frustrated and unfulfilled, even getting angry about why we haven't been successful. And we keep on trying and trying. And that sometimes is to the point of making ourselves ill. And this is where sometimes I'm seeing people who have become so stressed and so burnt out because of their constant attempts to achieve success. Oh my goodness. Well, I love this because, I mean, you have such a positive outlook and you're so helpful to so many people and we love listening to you. And of course, you're helping so many with their true you transformations. If you are just tuning in, keep listening. Dr. Joe Baldwin here helping us, boosting our confidence. And of course, women out there, especially as professionals in high powered roles, how can we go further? How can we get farther? And uh, she's here working on women's empowerment. So I appreciate your being here go go for it dr joe (laughs) and well i just think that we've got to get rid of this idea that you know we've only got a specific set of skills and talents for specific tasks and we've got to stop sort of thinking that we're perhaps not as intelligent as the next person and blaming those kind of things for for a lack of success and we have to drill down into 
the kind of things that can help us to achieve our goals and, and reach whatever it is that, that we mean by success. I, I think that really what life requires of you is to just make the most of yourself, both for yourself and for the other important people around you. Mm -hmm. It's so true. <laughs> yep. And how do we do that? <laughs> well, first of all, I suppose it's in, it's useful to look at what do we mean by success? So, Jill, what would you mean by success? What What are your measures? Oh, I don't my... expect you to give me an answer to that necessarily. No. But I just want to, to sort of suggest that, you know, what you mean by success might not be the same as me. No, I think success is, honestly to me, it's it's being able to be happy to be comfortable to be um and to me it does have to do with job it has to do with family um and to me having a job that can support myself and my family and doing something I love to me is successful look let's be honest what I like to make a lot more money not have a mortgage yes mm -hmm. but right now that's not happening but I still feel successful that I've been able to accomplish um a home to have a home to have you know food on the table for my children to take care of my kids so I feel like I'm a success for sure and that makes me feel good knowing that I, I finally have the family that I wanted the two little boys that are six and eight and to be able to take care of them to me that's mm -hmm. success right other people have different definitions of success can I ask what yours is if you don't mind Dr. Jill yeah and I love I love that you're in a great place at the moment I'm really happy to hear that you're feeling that you've achieved success in, in the way that you define it. And that, that's lovely to hear. Um, I suspect that for many of us, there's an association with needing to be the best at something. And I know that that featured for me for quite some time. And I don't really know where that came from because my parents didn't put that sort of pressure or expectation on me. I think it was, it was self-imposed. Um, but sometimes we're not satisfied with just being successful. Some people have to be the most successful, the best. Um, and I suppose it depends on what your particular goals are and what, you know, the standards that, that you're sort of holding yourself by. But when you actually look at the dictionary definition of success, it is simply the accomplishment of an aim or a purpose. It's the good outcome of an undertaking. Mm -hmm. And there are no superlatives in that definition. There's no mention of being better than anybody else at achieving that aim. It's just achieving the aim, accomplishing the aim. So, you know, for anybody that's out there listening who feels that they are driven to keep uh, trying to achieve greater and greater success and be the best, I hope that hearing that definition perhaps takes a little bit of the pressure and expectation off. True. Yeah, you're right. It does. It can, yeah, for sure. So um, so I thought we'd look at this today because it's, it's something that tends to come up with the work I do with, with many of my clients. Um, you know, all of my clients might have different goals and aims, but they're all seeking some sort of success. Um, and as you mentioned, the success usually goes hand in hand with happiness. And if they're not successful, if they're not achieving goals, they're just feeling downright unhappy, discontented with, with life. Mm -hmm. um, and as I say, they just might be feeling a bit 
frustrated or unfulfilled. Um, and they're often struggling with their own beliefs about what will make them successful. But one of the points I make is that even massive success doesn't have to mean taking massive action. And that's one of the things I'll, I'll be moving on to later on in the call. And again, hearing that often takes the pressure off people. Yeah. So I think the key to consistent success is recognizing that it doesn't just come to you. You do have to be proactive mm -hmm. in making it happen. Um, but you do need to know, well, how to do that, how to have some, some strategies to help you. And you're here today to give them some strategies, right? <laughs> and this is part of your program, how it all works. Yeah, so I have a few little tips. I, I call them the secrets to success. Great. And they're not really secrets because you will have all have heard them before in, in different formats. But I thought if we draw a few of them together and focus on them in this context of trying to be successful, trying to achieve our goals, then it might be helpful. Mm -hmm. As I say, I've just got six little secrets. Sure. And I'll expand on each of them. And the first one is basically getting ready. So as Henry Ford said, before everything else, getting ready is the secret of success. And there's loads of ways of getting ready. You know, it's prepping the ingredients and, and kitchen equipment before you start to cook the fancy dinner party mm -hmm. uh, you know, to make sure that that recipe will turn out just right. It's doing the research before that job interview, meaning you'll know exactly how to pitch your responses. It's having the gym kit out the night before with the trainers by the door, and that'll help your motivation to maintain the, the keep fit goals, to make sure you go to the gym tomorrow morning. And it's preparing for the opportunities that come along, but also preparing for the possible obstacles or hurdles that, that might get in the way. So thinking ahead, what might derail you from your plans? Mm -hmm. What can you do? What can you put in place to reduce the impact of that derailment? So in this way, you're minimizing the chances of failure mm -hmm. and thereby increasing the chances of success. So that's number one. Got it. Love it. Uh, number two, I say don't settle for the status quo. So don't be left standing still while other people move past you. Keep on growing and developing and looking for ways to continue to learn and evolve so that skills improve, new skills will, you know, will come along uh, and your chances of success in life in general will, you know, will increase. And, you know, this might require some hard work um, or for some people, you might find that you really enjoy learning new things and whichever it's, I think it's one of the key ingredients to help you achieve success. The successful person knows that resting on their laurels doesn't get them anywhere. Sometimes we shouldn't be resting. We got to be more motivated, right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and if you and if you look at the backstory of successful people, they have often moved from one sort of um, facet of life into another. They haven't always stayed put. They have kept learning. They have kept developing. Um, and they've often taken a bit of a circuitous route to get to where they are. But it's always been on a on an upward incline, if you will. So it's really interesting that people who do keep evolving and learning and growing, they are the people that tend to achieve success. 
Yeah, it is so true. Some people who get stagnant, get stuck, can't mm. get further, but they also need some help. Some not everybody knows how to do this. Hence, Dr. Joe Baldwin is here talking to us, <laughs> helping us today. <laughs> yeah. Um, then number three, I said, is to maintain discipline. Okay. So find out what's important to you about achieving success. And what steps do you need to take to get you there? And then be really disciplined and purposeful so that you keep the focus. Maybe putting boundaries in place around these important tasks and steps so that you don't get sidelined or distracted by other opportunities or ideas. And in that, putting boundaries around that, I think you've got to start being selective about what are you going to choose to say yes to and what are you going to say no to so you know saying yes to somebody else's needs or demands might divert your time and energy from your cause and that could be the difference between success and failure for you Mm -hmm. very true and it's also hard to say no to people right let's be honest especially family (laughs) and um, sometimes you have to put your foot down and you know people might not like that but you as a human being have the right to make a decision and say no to something I have a sister this is a personal experience where you know everything that I want to do or she doesn't agree with and if I say no to something I get judged I get bantered I get and then you feel bad it's your sister and you want to make her happy but what about making yourself happy sometimes you're gonna have to let that go to make yourself happy because you know we we are our own individuals and we gotta it's hard but we really shouldn't worry what people think or judge about us but it does weigh in a lot and I think a lot of people's decisions are what others want me to do what about what you want to do exactly yeah yeah it is hard and it's you know that's why I say it's maintaining that discipline and that focus and being true to, to you and, and where you're going, where you're heading and what you want for you. Um, and being, you know, being selective about when you're going to say yes and when you're going to say no. So it's not to the, you know, the detriment of relationships, hopefully, um, that you can keep the relationship with the sister going, but that you're still being true to you. Yeah. Okay. So number four is becoming, un- uh, becoming comfortable mm-hmm. with being uncomfortable. So, the fear of failure can often be the very reason that you fail. And that's because when you start taking steps towards achieving something, you might find yourself outside the comfort zone. And the discomfort that you notice at that point can often stop you making further progress towards your success. So this discomfort stops you moving forwards and hence you you fail. And it was the fear of failing. It was the fear of feeling this discomfort that's actually resulted in the failure. So perhaps start to have a think in advance, try and identify what your fears might be about them, acknowledge them, process them, meet them head on. You might need to work with a coach uh, to, to help you do this work. But if you can learn to embrace the challenges and be willing to accept a certain amount of discomfort, knowing that on the other side of that discomfort, there will be success, then chances of success improve dramatically. Yeah, 
I like this. Well, hold on. We're going through our steps here. How many steps are there, by the way, Dr. Joe? There's How many six. tips? Just, six. Perfect. Yeah, we're going to wrap up for, uh, let's continue on this, and we're going to take a quick commercial break because we've been on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll get five and six done then, shall we? Number five is develop some self-belief. So success is much more likely when you believe it's going to happen. So maybe, you know, look back at times when you were successful, especially those times when you overcame some hurdles and you achieved things anyway, because we're, we're really programmed to look for the negatives. So it's easier for us to bring up our past failures. Um, but even failures can be useful to reflect upon. Why was it you failed? What could you do differently next time? Was there something outside of your control that, that contributed that time? And, and that won't be the case this time. So the negatives, the failures can be useful, but start to create a memory bank of successes, no matter how small you might think they are. Every day, acknowledge something that you've done well, perhaps just did it a little bit better than last time, or something that you've done independently that you used to need some help with. And then celebrate your wins, you know, give yourself a reward in some way. It might just be a mental pat on the back or it might be an actual little treat when you've achieved one of the steps towards achieving your goal. Um, and that sort of takes the focus off the failures and it helps to develop the self-belief. Yeah. So that's number five. And then finally, number six, practice. So we've all heard the phrase practice makes perfect. Now, mm -hmm. we're not necessarily going for perfection here. Um, here, we might just be needing good enough uh, to be successful. But the most successful people don't leave anything to chance. They practice. So repetition is a really powerful tool if you're improving a skill, such as playing an instrument or mm -hmm. a sport. So when I was a child, I played piano and I hated the scales and arpeggios. But that was the only way to, to hone the skill or keep going over that tricky two bars over and over again to develop the muscle memory in the fingers. And it was doing that that, that got me to, to a high level in, in playing the piano. Um, but practice can also take the form of a mental rehearsal, you know, mentally running through what you want to say before an important conversation or a speech. And even sportsmen, you often see them mentally rehearsing and going through a kind of a visualization process mm -hmm. before they take a shot or a throw or a kick. So, you know, think about rehearsing as a really key tool to help you achieve success. So practice makes perfect. I love that one. It's so true. And don't get discouraged. <laughs> so there's the six secrets. Beautiful. Well, let's take the quick commercial break here. Remind us of how we can reach you. Yep. So my website is www.drjoebaldwin.co.uk. Beautiful. All right, everyone, stay tuned. We're going to take that break. And when we return, we'll obviously talk more about the work you're doing and how you can help our listeners all over the world. Stay tuned. Do you remember the phrase, time heals all wounds? I'm here to tell you that is a lie. Unless you choose to feel those hard emotions, unless you choose to confront the very things that broke you, unless you choose to heal, you will remain stuck and unfulfilled with life. I'm a Reiki practitioner, yoga instructor, and I specialize in cleansing homes and businesses. Let me help you begin your healing journey today. Schedule your free healing consultation at www.unearth.la.
If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Are you looking for even more of the podcasts and hosts that you love? The Podcast Business News Network is proud to announce that you now have even more ways to listen live. Check out the MyTuner Radio, Online Radio Box, and Simple Radio apps on iOS and Android, or find us online. Search for Business News Network on MyTuner-Radio.com, or search Podcast Business News Network on Streama.com and OnlineRadioBox.com slash US. Take your podcasts on the go and don't miss a minute of the action. Compassionate Healing Services offers a unique approach to treating mental and physical health conditions. We combine trauma healing with Reiki energy work and other holistic modalities. Compassionate isn't just the name of our business, it's the driving force behind our mission and the people we choose to collaborate with. If you or a loved one struggles with mental health, give us a call at 856-334-0018 or visit chsyoga.com. Compassionate Healing Services, mental health done differently. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We're so excited to have Dr. Joe Baldwin here. We are learning some amazing tips today to help us, uh, to transform us, to guide us, as she does with so many professional women out there, helping us, you know, get what we want in a transformation and to really, uh, she's going to coach you through everything in life to help you with all different life-changing decisions. Welcome back to the show, Dr. Joe. And to remind everyone of the website, it's drjoebaldwin.co.uk. And it's D R J O B A L D W I N dot C O dot U K. Just in case people think Joe's spelled with an E, it's not. <laughs> so you're giving you more energy, confidence, and direction. She's here uh, helping us in so many different ways. Welcome back. So on the website, I also noticed uh, during the break, there's um, a seven steps to self-confidence. Uh, there's 10 steps to helping you get out of your comfort zone. And uh, yeah, I want to hear some more experiences. So we went over the six tips so far. And could you share some of the clients that have worked with you through this? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I have coached women in um, various professions, such as the law, medicine, um, women who've had their own small businesses, teachers, you know, women from all walks of life, really. And we haven't necessarily gone through these six steps one by one, but along with lots of other coaching tools and just challenging them with their ways of thinking, they've all achieved various goals. Um, you know, making decisions about what comes next with their career, 
making decisions about relationships, um, just feeling a bit more confident in their workplace, uh, stepping up to the mark, stepping up to promotion, that sort of thing. And it's just fabulous to see that blossoming, that blooming that happens when a woman starts to recognize her own self-worth and starts to build her self-belief and takes those steps forwards. It's, it's a real sort of privilege to do this kind of work. And what else do you want to share with your listeners about the work you're doing and uh, why they should reach out to you? Well, I thought while we were talking about the secret of success, I would just talk about a, a, a concept that comes from the world of sport. Um, you know, how often have we set ourselves a great big goal and despite feeling really dis- determined to reach it, we've ended up failing because we've gone all in, full of enthusiasm, tried to do all the things all at once, and it's just felt like a, a mammoth task. And that's, you know, that's been the, the, the cause of our failure with it, really. Um, but actually, it's easier to get big results by making small changes. So small improvements little by little in different areas can often lead to big results when you start to put them all together. And this is where the the story from from the cycling world comes in. Um, It was a theory called the aggregation of marginal gains. And it was the tool uh, credited for the phenomenal Great Britain cycling team success a number of years ago. So they had a newly appointed director, Dave Brailsford, And he believed that if you make just a 1% improvement, a tiny improvement, but in a number of different areas, even if they seem really tiny and apparently minor, the cumulative effects of these would turn out to be extraordinary. So this was also termed micro excellence. And this strategy that he evolved for them resulted in 16 gold medals and five Tour de France wins for the GB team over eight years. These were such astonishing results that they completely confounded rival teams to the extent that the other teams started to look for ways in which the British team might actually be cheating. But it wasn't cheating, it was just lots of small changes and improvements you know, um, a change to the kit to make it more aerodynamic, um, improved nutrition, um, personalized for each of the athletes, better warming up and cooling down practices, small tweaks to the design of the bikes. Um, And then he kept searching for what else could he improve on? And it was optimizing the athletes even further So when they were out on the Tour de France and they were moving from town to town, hotel to hotel, he even brought along their own pillows and mattresses to try and make sure they had the absolute best night's sleep. They toured with their own chef to make sure they continued to have their own personalized nutrition. Now, that's a massive undertaking when you add all of that together. And you and I can't be expected to, you know, to put all of those things into place. But actually, when you look at the basic principles, the 1% rule here is quite simple. You know, it was get a good night's sleep, get good diet, good dietary control, uh, you know, optimize everything that you possibly can, even if it's a, a tiny tweak. So 
Brailsford said, forget about perfection, just focus on progression and then compound the improvement. So they're tiny things that they were doing, but when you add them together, they made a big difference. But it's got to be consistent. You have to keep doing it. You can't do it today and forget about it tomorrow. Um, so these effects, as I say, were like compound interest. They were an aggregate. Um, and this sort of concept shows up in a book, uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear. And he explains the maths that's behind the fact that just 1% improvement each day over a year results in us being 37 times better at something. And I think that's quite astonishing. So what perhaps seems to make hardly any difference on any one given day could actually deliver a massive impact one yep. year down the line. Got so it. that's something worth bearing in mind. If you started to feel a bit disheartened that you don't feel like you're getting towards your goals, maybe you're not losing that weight yet, you still haven't mastered the, the guitar chords, just keep going and yeah. just keep making small tweaks because they do all add up. Yeah. Well, I apologize. We are out of time. My goodness, it's been 30 minutes. Uh, would you oh, mind yeah. sharing the best form in all forms of contact? Yep. Yeah, so my website, as we said, is www.drjoebaldwin.co.uk. If you want to get in touch more directly, you can email me at joebaldwin.coaching at gmail.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. Pleasure having you here. Thank you for all the tips. And I'm really looking forward to the next time we connect. Are we back on for next week? We are indeed, yes. Beautiful. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Job. Always a pleasure speaking with you. Have a great rest of your day and evening. And to all of our listeners as well, we appreciate you. Uh, reach out. You do offer initial consultations, correct? I do. Yes. An initial 30-minute chat, totally free, no obligation to continue to work together. And you'll find a button on the website where you can book a call with me. Go to my calendar schedule. App. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic day. And to all of our listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup.